Apple presents events at the Apple Store. Please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Kelly Hoey, CMO of Curio.com. So I'm Kelly Hoey. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of Curio, which is an ideation platform and startup index uh, when we work with brands to connect them with emerging technology. And I am really excited this evening to have my friend Ofi. Come on up, Ofi. Um, one of the dynamic duo who are the Astro Twins. Uh, and when we've had these conversations around entrepreneurship and particularly um, there's a lot of questions on scaling and how you scale you know a, a, a small business to a big business how you scale being a solo entrepreneur and I thought who better to talk about this than, than an astrologer than an astrologer <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, you and I were talking in the back. I mean, you, you think about it before technology. When you think about someone who's an astrologer, there's only so many hours in the day. Mm -hmm. There's only yeah. so many days in the week that you can put in a, in a horoscope in a newspaper if you're lucky enough to do that. So tell me how and when you and your sister launched the Astro Twins and, you know, when that coincided with, you know, the thought of putting up your website and whatever. Take us through that journey. Sure, yeah. Well, my sister and I did not plan on being astrologers at all. It was actually a hobby that, that we started when we were at the University of Michigan studying art. And a boyfriend of mine in college did my chart as a present. And I was like, whoa, how does this 30-page document know everything about me? Scary, but fascinating. So... <laughs> I got a little piece of software of my own and started doing all my friends' charts and was working in publishing along the way, and so was my sister. And um, I prevented someone from breaking up while procrastinating on my work <laughs> by doing her chart and giving her a little bit of advice. So she ended up marrying the guy and then hired us to be the astrologers at Teen People magazine back in 2001, <laughs> if anyone remembers that magazine. What a perfect way, you know, the perfect friend to prevent from breaking up with someone who then hires you. Okay, so this is 2001. Yeah. Did you have a website at the time? Did you? No, we didn't. Um, actually, I had like a little dinky one. I had been uh, playing around with HTML myself since 1996, so I could and still can build my own websites. It's like a skill I'll never let go of. So one of the one of the keys I think with entrepreneurship is, you know, just always know how to do as much as you can yourself. I think because right. yep. yeah, that's my belief. So. Okay, so 2001, she gets yeah, you to... I won't okay, take you through every year. No, but okay, that, but, but so this is 2001, and all of a sudden, you know, right, time, right person, right time. Yeah. Teen people. Teen people came along, yeah, and it was like the height of the teen kind of pop culture craze. So we got a book deal from Simon & Schuster to write a teen-focused astrology book called Astro Style, and it kind of all just took off from there. That's when I, I built our first official Astro Style, Astro Twins website. But we had about 200 probably people on it a month for, you know, for about four years. We didn't really pay that much attention to it. Well, and, and the original site, what was on it? Like just, just, just like a little something about every sign. And, and, and as we went along, people started to want weekly and monthly horoscopes written and we decided we should put those on our own website and start to 
build our own following that way. Okay, so when did you decide this? Okay, when did you, I want to say, when did you quit your publishing day job? Right. Um, actually, with teen people. So. Yeah. yeah okay. When that happened. Okay. Yeah, that's when you I said I can pay actually. Well, in publishing. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you said, okay, I can now. This is now a business. I can, or I should yeah. focus on this rather than this other career I thought I was going to have coming out of university. Yeah. They hired us for a very nice price to write daily horoscopes. It also went on AOL, and a monthly column in the magazine. So, so for everyone took up out a lot there, of time. I would say for people who remember out there, AOL, we used to go to yeah. that as <laughs> yeah. a destination. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, they even had a teen site, AOL Red. Yeah, way We're back go in down 2002. Memory. Yeah, mm-hmm. down memory lane. I know. Um, okay, so fast forward four years, and you're like, okay, I'm really going to do this website. When did you start, and what was sort of tactics you did use to kind of Take your website from 200 visitors a month to what is it now? It's at uh, 8 million page views a month, so a little improvement in the numbers there. (laughs) I've added a few. Yeah, that took 12 years, though, so don't despair uh, (laughs) if you only have 200 on yours. Yes, so so what did you start to do and and start to say, okay, this is really going to be our business, not necessarily working for somebody else doing this, but... We are going to be the Astro Twins. We're going to mm-hmm. have our own website. This is our solo business. Yeah, we decided that like writing for teens was fun, but we really wanted to. That we 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 realized how much our horoscopes were helping people actually, and the feedback was really encouraging. So we're like, let's do our own. We're Sagittarians, so we like we rule publishing. So you know, it's kind of our thing to do. Um, and yeah, we just decided, let's just, you know, trying to explain to someone, I want to have a women's lifestyle website based on astrology. They'll be like, great idea, next. But like, <laughs> let's show people that. Let's just build it ourselves. There's no way to, ex- when you have an idea that there's no way to explain, but that you know people will like if you just make it. Yeah. So that's what we did. We just created it ourselves. Just, and Just kind of go for it. Now let's talk about... Um, I want to talk about technology and social media and how that has changed yeah. your business because we were talking in the back and you're That's like, really oh, yeah. accelerated it, yeah. Tell us more. Um, I mean, Twitter is amazing for astrology because a lot of people go online and they want to know what's happening right now. So I can, I can answer people immediately when they're like, oh my God, what's happening? What's retrograde? What's, what's the moon or the stars or whatever doing right now? And we can make, you know, do a little daily or a few times a day up to the minute posts when a planet moves or something happens that, you know, people then, then feel validated and can talk about. I think people go to social media to find validation and community and, you know, to vent. So what oh, yeah. better we, we way do a than lot to of blame it. the stars on our Twitter <laughs> feed? Come on over and do that. Yeah. <laughs> No, why <laughs> why blame yourself when you can blame, you know, Mercury and retrograde or something <laughs> else for your problems? It makes life a lot easier. Yeah. Um, in how has technology in terms of your the breadth and scope of your business, which I think has then led to you doing other things, like you're just back from Tulum and having a retreat. How many books have you written now? Um, we've written four astrology books, so. Okay, so talk about that in terms of how um, that sort of scaling and how you thought about scaling from, all right, this is great, we're writing for teen people, yeah. right, we've got our own website and we're getting more page views. 
what are the sort of various aspects that you've done? Because as we know, you can't be everywhere at once. Yes. How have you scaled? Yeah, I believe in organic gardening instead of genetic modification of the internet. Um, so you have to really just, you know, one thing leads to another. It was, it's been, it's, you kind of have to see what, what's coming your way and stay tuned in. Like, we're like, all right, this teen thing is cool, but now we're in our 30s. This was a, you know, now I'm in my 40s. But now when it, you know, it's like, I kind of want to talk to women about, you know, I don't really want to write about Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears anymore, at least not as the mainstay of my career. So um, sometimes you have to be willing to take a little less money for something. We did get a really nice amount of money for our first book, Astro Style, which was a, the teen book. But I really wanted to write about love. Um, I did a lot of research dating the entire Zodiac, so <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> And, as, you know, so my, I think my favorite book of all the books we've written is our book Love Zodiac, which is the one I got paid the least for up front, but I just wanted to write it so much. It's, it's basically a 450-page guide to the men of every sign. So really what happened is, like, what are people coming to me for advice about? And scaling, it was kind of done out of efficiency, too. I was like, I'm right. so sick of giving people the same love advice. i got to put it in a book and just go, here or buy the book, or whatever. Right, yeah, right. So. Read the book, you know, read the blog, buy the book, read the blog yeah. post, you know. Um, and then you've also, um, with Elle magazine, you've made use of video. Uh, when, when, did, when did, I want to say, sort of I'm thinking of those kinds of things that yeah. a lot of people with their businesses are kind of wonder about when, you know, should they write a blog? Should they think about a book? Should Gotta they? Gotta try it. Yeah, but and to talk about like video and when you started introducing video into your business. Um, well, we're, that's, we're doing videos with uh, refinery29.com, if anybody knows the site here. Um, and so they actually came to us and asked us to do a video series because they had built a whole video studio. I guess they got some funding for that. And our, our content is, I think, among the most popular on their site. So they thought it would be fun to test it out as a video series. So that's up weekly now. Um, called Astrologica. Again, like a lot of stuff just has come to us. Like some things never really work. Like we've been approached a million times about TV shows and we go through all these meetings, but that just hasn't happened. But as an astrologer, I believe in, you know, divine timing anyway. So uh, it's okay. Um, if it does, it does. <laughs> um, we've also experimented with publishing our own books as well. Like, Sometimes you just learn stuff. You try something, you're like, well, some of that worked, but some of that really did not work. We didn't make anything, and someone else, you know, really benefited a lot more from us. So what we've done for the last couple of years is, is published our own ebooks, an annual guide for every sign to the year ahead. And I think I made almost as much from our 2014 guide as I did from my advance, my last publishing book advance. So that was an exciting accident. You know, this, you got to just try stuff. You right. really do. And, you know, I say some of the, you know, the 2001 early stage of, you know, I'm going to say before the complete, you know, dot-com bust, but I think about when people had websites, you've got a strong email marketing list. I mean, that's one of those things I talk to a lot of emerging companies, startups that are not paying attention to email marketing, but my guess is after 12 years, you've been 
Yeah, we have a we constant contact thing, you know, like embedded in our site. WordPress really changed everything for me, too. I mean, hand coding stuff in HTML or using Dreamweaver was what I did for years. We really, we actually embarrassingly just made our own website a WordPress site this last December. I know there's something about astrology using Dreamweaver, though, that sounds I really know, good. It's true, it's true. <laughs> It was easy enough, but, you know, yeah. WordPress has just made it so much easier, and anyone can learn, really, with practice. Yep. Just going to have to want to focus on and do it. All right, so email yeah. marketing and then affiliate as well? Um, I haven't really offered affiliates yet. That's something I'd like to get into. I have been a an affiliate for other people's programs, so that's... Right. You know, whatever way you can bring in additional right. income is good. We're just always really staying tuned into the the people that follow us and what they want, and trying to try. You know, we you know the people who read our horoscopes are savvy, smart. They don't have time to waste. They want an efficient life. They want to have it all, and they want tools and practical advice and. They don't think of astrology as this esoteric woo-woo thing. They think of it as like another tool in their toolbox that can make their lives and relationships function better. Because if that doesn't work, you know, I feel like if your relationships don't work or your career is off or your health, then nothing else really comes together. So, you know, we're able to give people guidance on what, what they can do to, you know, make make the worry go away so they can focus on really making a difference and what matters and that kind of thing. So. Or just being knowing those days when you really shouldn't have those big conversations. Yeah. I always do appreciate when you tell me that I shouldn't. <laughs> like maybe wait until... The, we, we try not to do scary astrology because, you know, there's a lot of panic, we especially on panic social media. Like, oh my God, Mercury's going retrograde. Oh, should I buy like a bunker and hide in it for three weeks? No. So yeah. <laughs> we no. are going to talk Mercury and retrograde because <laughs> you know are, how we yeah. know how I feel about that. Um, and you've, like I said, you've also just come back from Tulum. When did you decide, or you know, what was it that was kind of the, you know, what let's try this in terms of doing a retreat? You know, that was another. That was my sister who's here as a, you know, in spirit. In spirit, <laughs> my twin sister's idea. She lives in Seattle, and she she got married at Burning Man, where she met her husband and has studied shamanism. So she does more of the woo-woo stuff than I do. <laughs> so she actually. Um, we kind of have this thing with numbers, and does anybody here see eleven eleven on the clock and that kind or like repeating numbers? So. You know, she and her husband met at an 11-11 themed camp at Burning Man. And while researching it, she found it led to the Mayan pyramids in Tulum, Mexico. And she went there and had a magical experience and decided we should do a retreat there. Great business strategy, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it actually worked. We've done two for, you know, 18 women uh, both times. That was like one of those things where we just like we're like okay I hope this actually works but we did teach people we created our own system to teach people how to read their own astrology charts and how to read them for love money compatibility and timing in five classes and why not do that on a white sand beach instead of a, con a fluorescent lit conference room right? Well, that's I mean, a no-brainer when you put it that way. <laughs> that's how I make my business decisions sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Beach or fluorescent lights? What do we want to do? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I'm laughing because uh, a good friend, uh, Nilifer Merchant, she has her no fluorescent light. Like when she thinks about how to make business decisions, will there be fluorescent lights involved? Oh, totally. I do too. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't do them. It's, I don't, you know. Um, now that I'm going to say, uh, what are we in, 13 years in, 14 years in, in terms of Astro Style, the Astro Twins, this is a business. and Yeah, 13 years. You we're sitting there kind of laughing and teasing about some of this, but in terms of your brand and partnerships and being authentic to who you are and your voice, how do you kind of think about those things? Um, we definitely have learned maybe the hard way not to work with brands that aren't in exact alignment because what happens is that we end up doing a lot of work and not really getting anything out of it you know yeah. like you can tell pretty quickly like one of our best partnerships has been with l.com we write their daily weekly and monthly horoscopes but those are you know that's an amazing audience of people who want the things that we talked about they want the the tools and they want the self-awareness like what hasn't worked for us are to be affiliated with brands that have more of that sort of you know just inject me with the answers you know I, the guru kind of culture I, it was a real turn off to us it's not you know we gurupreneurs guru, yeah. yeah so a friend of mine <laughs> refers to them as people who were like guruing and they haven't done anything she they she calls them gurupreneurs yeah anyway. i i have no interest in being that i'm like this is what you know i'm interpreting the stars but now you have to go out there and we're going to try to help empower you with this information to make the choices for yourself but i don't you know, so brands that are more of the, you know, we, were, we, we for a while were associated with one brand that, you know, I'd say the audience was more like the, the victim mentality, you know, just kind of like, this happened to me or this, you know, it's like, yeah. no, you, you're always co-creating with the stars. It's not just happening to you. So those don't ever really yeah. work out. Right, so you're yeah. so clear now after this time as, yeah. you know. Um, I can tell by the people that book private readings with us. I always ask them, how did you find us? They usually say, a lot of them have said on Twitter. And they really are coming from all over the world now because of Twitter, so. Amazing, yeah, amazing. it's great for a global audience, yeah. Mm -hmm. been, I want to say, as soon as you say that, I want to say, like, has there been someone who's reached out to you and you're like, really? Like, where are you? And you yeah, found me? I did. Um, I I did a couple readings for a woman who was um, a civilian in the Air Force, and I did a, a, a reading for her while she was in Afghanistan once. <laughs> and you could hear planes in the background, but she just wanted to know about her love life. You know, it's really <laughs> funny. That's all people want to know about is like love, money. Will I be okay? Am I fatally flawed? No, nobody is, you know? Am I doomed? No, you know? Because, you know, I have a lot of also, like, clients from Dubai and India and Pakistan, and their families did charts. Like, it's, you know, very customary when they were babies. So, like, a lot of them are, like, an astrologer told my parents I would never get married when I was a baby, and so I have to help them clear that up because it's a little bit different with Western astrology, so... That's good to know. If you yeah. don't like one, yeah. you can just switch to another. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I uh, love it. Okay, so I'm going to come back to more stuff on your business, but and in terms of tactics and things that you have done and where you think you're going next, but um, when we were in the back talking, let's talk Jupiter. 
Let's talk about everybody else. This yeah, is yeah. the most I've talked about myself in a long time. It's really uncomfortable. Don't, you, no, you know, yeah. <laughs> don't ask me about you. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, let's talk Jupiter. Yeah, Because it's a good time right now. Yeah, so Jupiter is a planet of luck and entrepreneurship and expansion, and it moves into a new zodiac sign once a year, and that really colors the themes of the whole year. So on July 16th, it moved into Leo for the first time since uh, it was there from August 2002 to September 2003. So, you know, dial back in your personal history and think about what was going on then, because you may see some of those themes repeating. But... um, When Jupiter moves into a new sign, it kind of shows where you're going to grow for the year ahead. It shows uh, where you might be lucky or where opportunity might come or where you need to sort of stretch out of your comfort zone. And you can can actually go to astrostyle.com and uh, we have um, an article on Jupiter and Leo and how it affects every one of the zodiac signs. So you can, of course, astrology is the greediest art form out there. So you can, me, me, tell me about me. That's what we really all want to know, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or so. someone else in our lives so we can understand why they're yeah, kind of going Yeah, but Jupiter was in Cancer for a year, which was very home-based and family-based. So the, the theme of the last year, from last June to this July, was, you know, there was a lot of growth in that area. A lot of, a lot of people were more insular. We even had that winter that kept us stuck at home, which was very Jupiter and Cancer, all in our little shells. So we can blame the polar vortex on Jupiter. Why not? We gotta blame it on something to move on. <laughs> I'm from tired that, of right? blaming it on Mother Nature. Into... Let's blame it on Jupiter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, good. But now it's in Leo, which is a fire sign and very showy and theatrical. Actually, the last Jupiter in Leo brought us Benifer, you know, J- Ben Affleck and J Lo. So, you know, <laughs> when that trend. I don't started. know if we want that trend exactly again, but it really is about like for all of us about coming out and sharing and you know. Um, you know, just sharing your gifts with the world and being a little more expressive and bold and courageous. So I'm, I like that. Yep. A little, like we'll that. be a little less cautious on our tweets. We can be a little more forthcoming. That's right. A little more controversial. I mean, it, there can be ego and bravado and intensity. I mean, you can even see that some of the world events that have been happening since Jupiter went into Leo. There's so much like of that fighting intensity. So hopefully that will go down and people put their egos aside and go into the heart-centered energy of Leo. Yep. So right now as an entrepreneur, is this a good time to jump into it? Is this a good time to expand? Is this a good time to think about scaling? Like, what do you think? It's a good time, yeah. Leo Leo can be overconfident, and Jupiter is about risk and gambling. So, you know... Yes, you want to scale, but you also do want to you want to go with your heart and your gut, but also do the homework because there's there could be a tendency to be overconfident too or bite off a little more than you can chew, but it's a great time for rebranding and also working on visuals or like a voice coach or something like that if you're, you know, going to have more of a public role or showing the face behind the brand, getting a new headshot, um, you know, Changing maybe even the colors that you use for your branding to be a little more bold. Those are the kind of things you can find. And you can get even much more granular. So you know I was working on my personal website this week. You know that was happening, didn't you? I did not know that. (laughs) I swear I did not know that. But good, you are in sync with the stars. Yes, a personal website is exactly... You know, if, if you... 
you know, if it's time for you to kind of go solo and come out as like that person, buyyourname.com or whatever the new dot, whatever. Like, I got some email for dot rockstar the other day. I was like, oh, for the yeah, that's, no a, that's pretty, that's pretty <laughs> Anybody, uh, Jupiter and Leo. I know, you're right, it is. But I was like, please make that go away. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope some of those Aren't things will. Aren't there enough dot TVs left? Do we have to go there? Yeah. I know. Some of them are crazy. Crazy, crazy, <laughs> yeah. crazy. Um, let's talk about my favorite. And since we are here at Apple this, and, you know, in the center of what I think of the world of, you know, mobile and personal and connected. connected yes. Let's talk Mercury in retrograde. My least favorite thing out there. Yeah, well, you as a Virgo are ruled by Mercury, so it's your ruling planet, so you would probably be doubly affected. So Mercury is a planet of technology, travel, communication, transportation, and uh, about three to four times a year, it passes us in its orbit, and it appears to be going backwards. So it even sort of marches back in degrees in astrology. And so it can cause all the things that it rules to go backwards as well. Like when you hear like nationwide outage of systems at Home Depot or something, you know, something crazy. I think Facebook went down for an hour during the last Mercury retrograde actually. I mean, it really can, you know, mess with technology. So people freak out about it, but you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So, you know, when you when you know there's a Mercury retrograde coming up, it's a really good idea to back up your computers and devices. Yeah. Uh, anytime I have to call for a repair, like there's this little voice in my head that's like, should I ask this customer service representative if they know what Mercury retrograde is? But <laughs> should I enlighten them even about it? Uh, you might want to make wanna their lives easier. You might want to uh, get some more staff. Mercury's going in retrograde. Step up, step <laughs> up, people. Yeah. Um, so and it's you know it can be like a tricky time to travel. There were I think there was a couple Christmases ago that. Mercury was retrograde in Sagittarius, which is the international travel uh, sign, and all those people were stranded at the airports mm -hmm. around Europe and throughout the United States. So I was like, "Yep, mm -hmm. uh, you're sad never that it worked out that way." But yeah, what didn't surprise you? It didn't surprise me. No, I actually somebody told me, and I don't. This is not confirmed, but that NASA no longer launches during Mercury retrograde because a couple. The last couple space shuttle uh, explosions were during Mercury retrograde, as was uh, when the the uh, ballots were counted wrong when George Bush was elected. That was during a Mercury retrograde, too. So he could have gotten by on a Mercury technicality, for all we know. <laughs> but too late. <laughs> Things we don't... Yeah, no, it's actually... It is really interesting. There is... I want to say there is um, a certain moment... Um, where scientists do become very spiritual, because you can't explain, that's the best way I can put it, you can't explain things by the math and the science, and there is something else you know, going on yeah. in the world. There's a guy who has a cable access show, I think his name is Bob Marks, and he was a physicist who set out to prove that astrology was BS, and then he became an astrologer <laughs> because of that. So, don't knock it till you try it, is what I say. <laughs> 
cable access. Some of the best television right, ever. You know, some of the best. Physicist to cable access star. <laughs> but he seems happy. As long as he, he's found his true <laughs> calling, that's all yeah, that matters. Exactly. That's all that matters. All right, so we're going to open up for questions shortly. So I know there's people here because you've been here very early waiting for this conversation. So get your questions ready. And our great friends from Apple will have a microphone. Um, and, but any other trends? that right now with respect to um, what you see with the planets that is going to affect innovation um, you know and if some people out here are entrepreneurs they you know kind of things that if things aren't going well or if things are going right it might be what's happening yeah 2014 got off to a sort of intense really first half because we had this thing on April 23rd called the Grand Cardinal Cross that even people who didn't know anything about astrology suddenly knew about. This is also thanks to social media, but four planets were at the exact same degree forming a cross sort of formation all battling with each other. So a lot of people had... So the Game of Thrones in the sky. It was Game of Thrones. (laughs) So if you're April, kind of (laughs) sucked. That's what you want to blame it on. Uh, Not yourself. No personal responsibility whatsoever. No, I'm kidding. But I I jest. But um, yeah, there was that. And then Mars, which is the planet of drive and motivation, just is just finishing up an extra long visit to Libra which is about relationships and contracts and negotiations. So if, if you found those areas of your life to be a little bit combative or just not really fully coming together, that's going to change actually in two days. And um, yes. yeah, so the energy of the second <laughs> half of the year is really going to be quite different. And I think easier in many ways. Here's hoping, yeah. So You're, you're usually right, so... <laughs> I'm, you know, and everything you're saying, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why my April kind of was, hmm, all right. Yeah, yeah. All that good stuff. All right, we're, I know we're going to have questions, so who's got the first one? Hi, guys. I'm Alexandra. Um, so I know that when uh, when you release your, your books about the year, you put them out at the beginning of the year, so you, you have the year mapped out, and I'd, I'd like to know if the celestial bodies ever surprise you and do unexpected things throughout the year. Do you have to like, put in a supplement for your planetary <laughs> guide? <laughs> no, actually the entire 21st century is mapped out in a book. It's called an ephemeris. And uh, yeah, the stars' movements are already all mapped out. So there's really no surprises there, which is maybe good because it lets us predict. The surprise is in how they'll actually play out. You know, nobody ever really knows. People like to make a lot of predictions. It's been the end of the world a number of times, but we're still here. Uh, Yeah, and this year I think we're going to, I'm already starting the 2015 writing now, so I'm hoping to get it out October, November this year so that people can really plan ahead too, so... So no, okay. So no surprises for you. Surprises no, for the rest of us. No but surprises. as you said, it's like how it comes out. Yeah. In terms of a retrograde or whatever, and the combativeness or the whatever. Yep. We never know. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thanks for the question. Next question. Hi. Hi. Um, so maybe aside from the monetary progression and maybe even the readership progression, what was that defining moment that you were like, "This is what I want to do, and I'm going to continue doing this." a great question. Um, 
you know what? I was I just loved talking about astrology. I would go into a party and guess everybody's sign or attempt to sometimes badly in a you know, it's just like it was something I would do without even being paid to do it. Uh, you know, and and sometimes when people start talking to me about astrology, it, like they'll be like, "Oh, I don't want to make you work off the clock." I'm like, "No, I just I was probably about to ask you your sign anyway." So, it's that moment where you realize you would do this for free that you're like, okay, this is gonna be my career. But that doesn't mean there aren't days that like writing a daily column for 12 or 13 years, there are days that, you know, I really don't wanna do it. So even in your dream job, there's there are gonna be days where you have to like, you know, wash the dishes or whatever the Buddhists would say. And then you have to get creative and find a cool cafe or, you know, reward yourself or trick your brain into doing the tasks associated with having the dream. But I don't know, I think what, what reminds me that I want to keep doing it is like when I get to meet the amazing people that come to our retreats or the people that, you know, um, uh, come to us for readings. Like I had the, the daughter of the king of an African country came for a reading and wanted to know, she had just gotten her master's degree and she wanted to know what she could do when she went back to her country after finishing college. And I was able to help her strategize how she might like set up some water distribution systems based on her chart. And it's like, whoa, I get to like advise people who are changing the world because I know how to read this weird little circle with squiggly you know, symbols on it. So I think just, just making a difference, I know that might sound cheesy, but we all have some difference to make and you can find that in your astrology chart. So whatever that is for you, you know, just don't ignore it and don't, don't push it aside because it doesn't make money right away. Just find a way to cultivate that even if you do it on the side for a while. That, I hope that answers your question. So like growing up, what did you imagine you were gonna be doing? Well, I went to art school. I thought I was gonna be an illustrator cartoonist for a little while. And did, you, um, yeah. did you ever think you'd go into business with your sister? Yeah, we actually were in, had little businesses together since we were like nine or ten years like old. What? Okay, so they, they always talk about entrepreneurs having the lemonade stand or, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk will talk about, you know, the pa- he had the paper route, he had this, he had that and all the other things and what he sold to all his friends and all the rest of it. But mm-hmm. what, our what uncle, your business is... Um, our uncle gave us a calligraphy set and we, would, we learned how to do calligraphy so we'd get hired to do like certificates and that kind of thing. It's so random. Um, but we did go to space camp in sixth grade, so I oh, thought that was a little foreshadowing. You know, kind of geeky, but I'll own it. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's fantastic. But you and your yeah. okay, so you and your sister were like budding entrepreneurs from, from yeah, childhood, and, and you and, mm-hmm. and just in terms of like compatibility, you always sort of thought, yes, this is someone I will go to business with. Yeah, we just always were starting things. Uh, on, you know, we, we started a clothing company, hat business. It just was like, it was our hobby, creating little businesses. So, and I just, my dad is an entrepreneur, and he would always tell me, if you don't have to work for anyone else, don't work for them. So that was just in my head. He's a Sagittarius, too, so we're very, you know. So we don't so want best- anyone telling us what to do or where to be and when. <laughs> <laughs> so, all of us have gremlins in your head. You have your dad's voice going, be an entrepreneur, be an entrepreneur, be an entrepreneur. Well, actually, okay. I just, I really decided that I was more afraid of having to 
go to the same fluorescent lit building every day. I was like, death of the soul. That's what it felt like to me. So I, 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 I did it for the survival of my soul, I guess. No. It's like, I'd rather struggle with my own business than, you know, smell that Keurig coffee machine brewing in the kitchen. That burnt, or whatever. That burnt <laughs> yeah. coffee bean yeah. smell we all know of. Exactly. <laughs> all right, more questions. Hi, Juliana. Hi. Um, just wondering, as an astrologer, what's your perspective when you approach the horoscope? Like, do you think there's a danger? And I've heard and I've seen some of my friends in an over-reliance in what your horoscope can be or a fear in it. Yeah, definitely. You have to be... It's a tricky... It's a slippery slope. I've done, actually, a lot of personal growth and self-development workshops that are all about, like, you create your own life and you write the script. So it would seem to contradict astrology, but I actually think astrology and free will have a lot to do with each other. Just, But a lot of people do become overly reliant. Like I said, they, they can't go out because the moon is in their eighth house today or whatever. It's like, you can't live that way. Just... You have, to, you have to have a life, you know? Astrology is supposed to be a tool, not a restriction. So, you know, your chart, which is basically like your factory settings, it's based on the time, date, and place you were born. I think of it as sort of like, you know, if you buy an iPhone, you take it out of the box, and everybody's iPhone looks the same, but then you can customize it. You can add you know, wallpapers and apps and that kind of thing. And that's where the free will comes in. So if that maybe wasn't the best explanation, but like if yeah. you have sort of automatic settings that are determined by your sign, you also have the ability to customize those. So yes, you might be a Virgo, you might be naturally a little neurotic or need to plan. But when you, as soon as you become conscious of that, you can go, oh, I'm, my Virgo-ness is running the show. Maybe I need to chill out and learn some other things here. Maybe I'm, you know, instead of being like, I'm a Virgo, so I'm just going to drive everyone crazy with my anxiety. and just. I never do that. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> I mean, I learned that as a Sagittarius, I would read all these books that would say, lacks follow through. And I was like, oh, God, that's true. I'm always starting a million projects and never finishing them. So I've consciously worked on that for 13 years. Like, yes, but, I, but my impulse is always to not finish certain things or to escape but it's like, all right, Ophi, just do it. So that's how I think you can be empowered by your sign. So tell your friends to get back to living a little bit more. Does that answer your question? Yeah, okay, cool. Hi, I'm Rachel. Hi. I wonder, you write to, at, in so many different places that have so many different styles and blogs. Like, how do you stay true to your own voice, uh, true to what you're writing about in the different environments that you're writing in? Yeah, that's a good question, because we're asked to write, like, can you write perfume horoscopes or wedding ring horoscopes or nail polish horoscopes? We've done it all. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes I have to think about that. Like, people say, like, well, this is the voice of this or that. And um, we can adapt to a certain degree, but I think that we, we, we have, we're very... My sister and I do do business strategy meetings and we work with someone every other week and we're on our mission and our values. So we always make sure that has a tone of empowerment. Uh, we never write about dieting. We really feel strongly about positive body image. 
um, as one, you know, that was what I did before I did astrology, was work in that arena. Um, and just really try to make sure that the message we're giving always leaves the person feeling hopeful and empowered, even if it sounds, even if we're talking about, I don't know, nail polish or whatever. So does that answer the question? Yeah, and when you think about when you come back to who your core audience is, does it align with them? Or all of a sudden it's like, why are they writing horoscopes for power tools? I don't care about power tools. (laughs) Or we'll do like celebrity analysis and I'll have to look at their charts and all that and learn about them. And I'm like, yeah, uh, who is this person? Well, I'm going to find out a lot about, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's fun. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Hi. Hi. So since you can read your own chart, You've probably, or you can read charts, you've probably read your own chart. Um, What points to you becoming an entrepreneur in your chart? Hello, you. (laughs) Um, What points do I look at in my own chart? Um, And in terms of of your business and entrepreneurship, is there things reading your own chart that you kind of went, ding, 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 of course I should be doing this? Um, well, definitely Jupiter and Saturn, because Saturn is about where you may have some lessons, where you need to build. I mean, you can get really granular with it. There's, you can look at asteroids and all these other things. Um, you can look at which planets are going through certain houses. The zodiac wheel is divided into 12 houses, and each of those represents a different area of life. So there are certain houses that are money and career and entrepreneurship related. So you can see if there's any planetary activity going on in there. Um, There's there's so many different ways. Actually, our our Become Your Own Astrologer course, which uh, we've done in Tulum, and I'm gonna, that's one of my projects for the year ahead, planned by Jupiter in my ninth house of education for the next year, is to make that into um, an online course that we make available to people just through our website. Because I really want to empower people to, to learn how to read their own charts, to seeing how quickly people absorbed it with the system we created. It's like, this would be so great if people yeah. knew how to do this. You, know? you, you, you hinted at something... Um you have a business strategist. Who else do you have in terms of advising and guiding your business as, as you grow? Uh, well, for the last, I think, one or two years, I, I hired someone to do PR, an awesome Scorpio. Um, and that made a big difference. You know, it's, again, it's always like a, let's give it a try and see. Um, yeah, our, our financial wizard, he has us reconciling our checkbooks so we know what all the... We actually like do when all did our you own out, numbers. When did you when did you get the accountant? Uh, five years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he's also like he also made me read Napoleon Hill. He's a I've also Scorpio advisors because <laughs> they're all they're very connected to Scorpio is a sign of wealth and abundance, but they're also the sign of oh. energy and mysticism. So they take this energetic approach to to wealth that really works for us. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> but that's also interesting, too, because let's go back to, you know, you started your business 13 years ago. So you got PR two years ago. PR two years ago. Um, your accountant was, five years ago. When mm-hmm. did you start working with your business strategist? It's a, he's also oh, it's the accountant. Really, okay. Mm-hmm. And we met him in a personal growth workshop. So, you know, go figure. Good, good place to meet someone because... They'll be open to, you know, our woo-woo stuff. Actually, I've really gotten him into astrology now. When he meets women, he asks their sign. 
<laughs> He's one of those. I will not name you. Sounds, uh, like, sounds like an 80s movie. Oh my God, that's so funny. Hey baby, funny. what's your sign? So funny. All right, we got more questions. Hello there. Um, I was interested in knowing how much do you uh, use the tools of astrology versus intuition? And what other tools besides the, that chart that you read do you use? Is there a difference between you know what? There tools, of the, uh, tools and intuition? I think that the more you use the tools, the more your intuition comes. Because I, sometimes I, I think I've gotten much more psychic from doing re- chart readings. I, I did my first chart reading 10 years ago. And, you know, it's like, it's like you know, when you learn a sport or to drive a car or anything. It's like or how to use some kind of a tool. You gain a certain amount of mastery and... You know, as you, it's like, oh, this is very familiar. It used to take me like two hours to prepare for a reading. Now, you know, I can do it like that. You know, so it's the same amount of preparation, but I just see stuff. But I do, I do think that um, the intuition plays in a lot, and anybody can work on honing. There's some people use tarot cards. Some people use the I Ching. You know, whatever system speaks to you. If you want to do that that kind of thing, you should do so. Hi, I'm Priyanka. I have a Hi. super geeky like astrology question for you because <laughs> cool. I am one of those kids from India whose parents got a chart for them, and my, yep. I'm like 21, and my mom's like, "Oh my god, did you know in three years this is gonna happen?" And, I'm just, <laughs> and did it? I said that no. Well, I mean, in three years, she says. Oh, like, okay. So, yeah, Coming I don't up. know yet. Um, but I guess like, I would have a question for you about my like. I don't know if you're allowed to answer a question about, like, my sign or, like, sure, water signs in general. So I'm a Pisces, and, like, every time I read my horoscope, I'm like, oh, my God, I have no shot at surviving in the world. <laughs> Which is a very Pisces way to think. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I was just wondering, like, in terms of, I have a lot of friends who are water signs and are very emotional and intuitive. Yeah. Um, and it's really hard for us to, like, be grounded because we're just, like, always, like, on a different planet. And I was just wondering <laughs> if you had... Any advice on like how to ground yourself? When you're um, a water like, sign, how do you ground yourself? I want to like, live my life here. Like I don't want to constantly be somewhere that else. That emotion ocean, as we call it. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and you know there are four elements: fire, earth, air, and water. So all have their strengths, but then they also have their weaknesses. The water signs are very emotional and caring and nurturing. So you can play to those strengths, but if you feel out of balance, you might want to surround yourself with people who have traits that you don't. Have some good grounding earth signs in your posse. And also look at, you know, learn more about your chart because there are some planets that might be in, in earth signs that are grounding or there might be something in your chart that can you know, you want to, when you learn about it, you want to develop it more to balance yourself out. Thank you again. 